It's Thursday. You're listening to the Don't Be Soft Podcast with Webby and Hayden. It's time to get your piss hot. All right, dude. We're back. Yeah, we owe our listeners an apology. I mean, yeah, and uh, actually, you kind of do. Well, we can tell what happened last last week. I'm gonna let you tell it because I want to hear what your version of this is. Okay, so you know, <laughs> well, the boys used to eat on every Monday, and so Hayden goes. Well, first of all, we haven't really eaten together with the boys in probably weeks, like consistently. Maybe like once a month, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every every People day you, shit going on. Yeah, every day you can every Monday you can expect the group chat to hit, and they'll be like, "Where are we eating? Where are we eating? Where are we eating?" And you know, there it's always like something new. So we name something. Somebody has a problem with it. So flashback to three weeks ago, we eat on a Monday night at the local Mexican restaurant, and hell, amigo, <laughs> we. Decide we're like, hey, we're gonna go to K and W. Next week, it's decided we're going to K and W. And here's every- where I already have a problem. I don't ever remember it being decided that's what we were doing. I heard it thrown out as an option, and then and then the conversation shifted to, what about pizza night at uh, Afton Pizza and Pub because it's half off large pizzas, and everybody sounded like they were on board with that. Okay, this is where I'm going to disagree because we clearly said, I looked at Harrison and looked at Christian, and Christian said the same thing as you did. We said K&W, is everybody cool with that? And everybody was like, yes. So, I'm going to... And continue. Okay, so, we text in the group chat that Monday and it just pops off. Like, Hayden and Christian decide they don't want uh, K&W. It just went, it was like... I would say, like, what? World War Three. Well, here's the problem, and here's the issue. You and Harrison are like five-year-olds when it comes to decision-making. You guys, there is no compromise with you two on any level about anything. I me, always compromise. No. With you and Harrison, when me and Griff said, we don't want K&W, you and Harrison flipped your lids, and it was like, all bets are off, we're not eating, fuck you. You made other plans with your well, sister. No, 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 no. Ho, 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 ho. Yes, that's Let's, exactly what happened. Play. So we decide that I decided, me and Harrison decided, if we're not eating KW, like we all agreed, because we need to put our foot down, we're not eating as a group. So This is what I'm talking about. There's no compromise. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to compromise after we agreed on something. So my sister was in town. It just worked out perfectly. I said, Mad, let's go eat. I'm buying. Come to the house. We'll figure it out. Hayden, we had planned on Hayden recording the pod that Monday. So, background, I'm moving. I'm in the middle of moving. Yeah, we both move I, here in a month. I cannot come to Kannapolis, which is a 40-minute drive for me, more than once a week right now because I have too much shit to do. So, I was trying to kill as many birds as I can with one stone. So, we were going to – I was going to come down here on Monday, eat with the boys, record the pod – Go back home. And that was going to be my weekly trip to Kannapolis. But no, it can't happen that way because you and Harrison want to be four-year-olds. 
So I just, like I said, we decided, hey, if we can't decide on KW, like we had decided on the week prior that we're not going to eat with the boys. So once again, text my sister. Everything worked out. Me this is Hay- within 10 minutes. You, As soon as it popped off that me and Christian didn't want to eat KW, you texted your sister. Like you didn't even try to make it work. Yeah, I'd already made that up though. Because we had agreed on shit the week prior. So I was like, okay, I. We didn't sign a fucking contract. We weren't in, it a, isn't. We weren't in a blood contract. We can change where we're eating. You well, and Harrison was, don't seem to understand that. Yeah, well, either way, that's what happened. So I ate with my sister. We were planning on doing the pod Monday. And Hayden had mentioned in the group chat that we weren't recording. Now, <laughs> nothing in this group chat is ever taken seriously. I took it but seriously. But for some reason, Webb decided to take that one text message dead seriously. So I texted him separate. I said, hey, uh, are we doing uh, – what time do you want to do the pod? He said, not doing it. He's like, go and eat with my sister. Sister's over. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? This is the, I told you this is the only day I can do it. You said we weren't recording. I'm like, since when do we take that seriously? And so it is 100% Webb's fault that there was no podcast last week. I told him the day that I could record. Whoa, not I told 100%. Him, I told him clearly it was the only day I could record. And he decided to take. But it wasn't 100% because. Yes, it was. You told me to reschedule. You say we need to record a pod this week. Who did I have fill in? You had Griff. Okay. So Griff is a lineman. But had we done it the day we were supposed to. What we'd have had to worry about it. So it's not 100% on me. It's 95% on you, 5% on Griff. No, it's about 80 20. No, no, 95 on you. So, anyways, I had, anyways, sorry, listeners, I had Griff lined up for that Wednesday, and Griff sends us all a Snapchat saying he's going to Florida in his power truck. <laughs> and so, the hurricane. didn't even tell me. So, I call him, and he's like, I'll call you later. Whatever. It's like 8.30 at this point. I was like, okay, we're just not releasing a pod this week. Um, and Because I moved, we didn't release one. Hayden's moving, like whatever. And Christian calls me, and I'm thinking he's on his way to Florida. He's like, what are you doing? And I was, he's like, I'm in my driveway. I was like, you could have recorded the pod. He was like, well, I didn't know I had stuff to handle. Which in true typical Griff fashion, be the last to know about shit all the time. And we'll and we'll flake on you in a hot minute and he not even tell you. I will. I will not he, even tell you. But that's on you. You you know that about him. So and I, th- I you thought didn't about line anything else up. I thought about recording a pod in my boxers in my house, just me, just talking to myself. We have enough people in this area of town that you could have gotten last minute, and you decided just to say no. You could have had your sister on; she was here, but you decided not to record anything at all. So it was. It's all on you. It's mm. all on you. 95, 5. I'll put 5% on Griff. It's 95 on you. That's would 80, 20, but agree no. to disagree. Yeah, but so we're recording in the house, my my house. Yep. And. Because you refuse to come to mine ever. You live in Mount Holly. Yeah, I have to drive here. Yeah, but you like coming Oh, here. yeah, but. You, you like coming here, though. Don't even no. play. Don't even play. This was the plan. Don't throw this in my face now. There's again no I compromise. I feel like there's animosity between me and you. No compromise with Webb when it I, comes I, to most things. Me and Hayden had conversation all day, and then he waits till the pod to bring out all the animosity yep. he has between me. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so I uh, the food thing is on you and Harrison. 
and the pod last week is on you. So that's pretty much how that's uh, how that's going to go. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. But I believe most of the listeners would probably agree. There, there's going to be a few that come to my come to my honor. No, nah, not really. Harrison, maybe, but that doesn't really count because I'm grouping him in with you. Well, I mean, it's two v two. You and Griff versus me and Harrison. The, isn't that the worst though? When like the group chat is divided. Mm, not really, because the people like me who usually compromise, it usually falls that way. But I'm tired of compromising with you two fucks. <laughs> Why are you so angry? Because you two, last week. you two never compromise. And so I'm sick of it. And so what sucks is Caleb's kind of the tiebreaker, but because he's got football practice you know, now. No, he just he never responds. Yeah, Caleb either doesn't respond or he's busy, so he can't eat with us anyway. So it is 4v4 where Caleb is usually the tiebreaker. We don't have that right now. So – you know, and Caleb was all on board to eat. Caleb just didn't throw in where he wanted to eat. So he might have could have resolved some of it if he would have just responded and said, hey, I'd rather go to this place, and then it's 3v2, and then it's – It could have easily outweighed it. So is it – are we going to throw a little bit of the blame on Caleb? Well, I don't know, because if Caleb would have said Afton Pub, I think I, you and Harrison still would have been bitches If we would have went to Caleb – if we would have been Afton Pub, or Caleb wasn't coming, right? Or was he? Yeah. Was he off? He Caleb was coming. was coming. He would have rode with me. We would have came. I don't think so. Bullshit. I think you and Harrison would have. You know, Caleb. Pit. Caleb was like the mediator. He would have came in the. He would have came to my house and said, "I'm driving." Or never mind. No, He's your never sister driving. was here. He's never driving. My sister just would have came. It's on you guys. That's fine, but uh, so give the viewers a background. You sold your house in how many days? You decided to the throw first it? day we listed it on the market. It was. It was. A, it was. Uh, but all this got done in like a week and a half, two weeks, right? Yeah, listed our house. Um, on a Friday, got a full price offer that day, uh, let it sit through the weekend, had a bunch of showings, and we ended up accepting the full price offer. And so, yeah, we closed on the 19th. Uh, so you're talking about maybe two weeks of all this going on. So we are getting all of our shit out of the house, which moving sucks, dude, but... It's ass. Thankfully, so here's kind of what's going on. So we have bought a plot of land that's in a new development. We're having a house built on that plot of land. However, it will not be ready for the next probably six months or so. So we are renting a house uh, that happens to be my wife's uncle's vacation house here in North Carolina. We are renting it uh, from him for the time being. So we kind of have our own space. We don't have to, you know, if we were going to have to move in with parents, it just wasn't going to work. We were going to have to figure something else out. Would be awful, with a newborn coming. Yeah, that just, it wouldn't have worked. Uh, we've seen that try and fail way too many times to to give that a shot so thankfully it all worked out but so we can go ahead and get in the house the rental house so we've just been moving our shit one piece at a time which is the best way to move if you can just do it you know take big loads at a time i'm surprised you haven't asked me by the way no because i haven't needed you haven't needed you haven't needed you needed you. yeah <laughs> haven't needed you and uh, i wouldn't want you to have to drive all the way to mount holly we know that that's a stretch for you so, dude, you helped me when I moved, and when I tell you when you helped me, I said if you ever need help moving, let me know. So that's this is on you. So, uh, no, but we don't have much left. It'll be one once we're ready to move out completely, rent a U-Haul for a day, have one last load of just the bigger stuff. But all the other stuff is pretty much out. Like we're pretty much done, except our couch and our bed, and like TVs. Mm. Pretty much done. 
Mm, and you're staying in a rental for a couple months. Till our house is done. And that's going to be done this summer or next summer. Uh, hopefully by April. That's like best case scenario. Worst case scenario is maybe May or June. That's not too bad. Though. So not terrible, but it's gonna, it's gonna be hell with a four four month old. Mm, not as bad because we'll just get to move right in. Like we're not waiting on like somebody to move out and shit like that. Um, so it won't be too too bad. And we really don't have a whole lot of stuff. Like we didn't have as much shit as I thought we had. Right. We've been able to sell some stuff because we're gonna have to buy some new shit. It's kind of good, but not good. Because, you're, one, you're spending money, but, like, having new shit is also, like, in a, I'm assuming a new home would be. Well, the value of, you know, us getting to rent this place is we're getting it at a fucking discount to rent. Like, less than what I was paying on a mortgage. So, we're going to be saving a shit ton of money. By the time we move in, we're going to have a ton saved up to spend on new furniture. There you go. So, that's Dude, uh, have you seen those love sack couches? Where they, like, pull out in the middle? Yeah, we're like they basically it's a big ass sectional and they have like the the pillow tops for like the back of like where your back sits on the yeah. couch. Those come into like fold onto the couch and then it's like a big ass fucking bed. It just <laughs> looks comfy. I just saw somebody post the other Dude, day and I just I want one of those for this new house. Well, I'm I was gonna ask you, like, is there like some non negotiables with like the furniture that you want? Like so for me, I knew when I went like furniture shopping, I was like, I'm a bigger guy. I have to get a sectional with a fucking ottoman. Like, it has to happen. Like, I'm not going to get a couch. Thankfully, Melanie and I have a lot of the same wants as far as furniture goes. Like, uh, we both love a big couch. Like, I, I, we would both rather have one big-ass couch than, like, a couch, a recliner, another chair. Like, right. we, we both want for this new house, because our living room is going to be bigger, like a U-shaped sectional. Um, okay. That like takes up the whole room. Yeah, no, those are nice. It. So that's that's kind of what we want. Now, as far as the other shit, no, I, I don't. I really could care less. Um, the only other thing is now, my non-negotiable is a king bed, which we have. But I could not go back to a queen. Like, I could do it for like a night, or like if I'm staying the night somewhere, deal with a queen. Oh, is like that's no. a queen. Uh, as in my <laughs> own house. And if I'm by myself, that's, you know, I can deal with a queen. But when I'm obviously with my wife, king bed all the way. Yeah. We When I moved in, when we moved in together, we had a queen. And with her and the dog, it's... Does the dog bother you that it sleeps in the bed? No, not really. There's sometimes he can be a little annoying, but usually he's just Bruh. at the end of the bed and he's fine. But now that we've got a king bed, we've had a king bed for a while now. I, there's no going back. It's the way to go. Yeah. I, I I think, like, that's the way I feel about a regular couch. Like, no disrespect to yeah, anybody who has it. a three-seat couch. Yeah, like, no disrespect couch. anybody has, like, a <laughs> <laughs> a couch. But, like, I, I just don't know if I could go back to that. Yeah, it's – or, like, my dad used to have, like, the couch love-seat combo. Mm-hmm. Like, can't – I just – I'm not – you can't get comfortable unless no. – Now, my dad's couch and love-seat now – on the ends have like the recliner seat. Those are nice. Like you where can, you can I can lay. deal with those, but mm-hmm. like there is nothing like laying down on the chase of your couch and taking a fat nap or like laying out, cut the TV on, watch some football, laying out on your, your chase of yeah. your couch. Like yeah. that's, it's the best feeling ever. Yeah. I've, I've got to have a big couch. There's, I, if I had to drop a bunch of money on one piece of furniture, 
other you, than my bed. It it's got to be a couch. It would be the couch. It's, it's got to, be. yeah. No. Because you've been to people's houses where, like, they have a shit couch, and you're like, this sucks. Like, low-key, I don't like my sectional, which is tough because, like, it's comfy, but it's not, like, when I'm buying a sectional, like, I'm just very specific. Like, if I'm a, if I'm buying a couch, I, like, like I said, like, there's a lot of things to take. Like, it's almost like buying a TV. Yeah. Like, for instance, like, the other day I went to Sam's Club, and, dude, I almost bought a fucking TV. There was a 75-inch Samsung for $500. Dude, when you have adult money and there's somebody to tell you don't do that or don't buy that, you don't need that, it's dangerous. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking in my mind, dude, this would look perfect for football. Like, That's where my mind goes. You know, it's like it's thinking it's like – and for me, like, I know I probably don't need it, but, like, I'm going to get a sound bar. Like, just so I can have it in – like, yeah, I may not – I just need to hear shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have a... Uh, it, but it's almost like you're living single, like you said. Yeah. Because it's like, I know when you and Harrison live, like when I live by myself, like now, I look, thank the God I don't like buy dumb shit like that, but I like almost like tempted. Yeah. It's almost like you think about the backlash when you're buying it. Yeah. And it's like, is it worth it? Dude, I, uh, when I moved in with Melanie, I had a 55 inch LG smart TV. Uh, and that's what we use in the living room. Which is a, a pretty Which good is, size. It's for our living room is perfect. Not to me. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I need something bigger. I need something that I, I what I told Melanie, I was like, I want people to walk in our house and be like, that's a big TV. Like I want them to know yeah, 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 the yeah. TV. It's almost like he likes sports yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I want people to come over here that, can watch that will watch sports with me and be like, this is a great place to watch this game or this sporting event. So my original plan was to buy like a 70, 75-inch TV. I thought that's what you had. I have a 65. Okay. So, and I waited around like Black Friday, couldn't find anything. With like a, and I'll ask you here, like, yeah. so I need another TV. I don't yeah. need one, but I'm getting one. Like that, yeah. I've already... Yeah. Black Friday deals, is it worth it? Like, it is, but you got to be on the fucking ball. Because okay. if there will be like one or two brands of TVs that will be like the best, like marked down the most. And if you don't fucking get them right when you can get them, they'll be gone. And people right. will be like scalping them and yeah. fucking then reselling them and shit. Uh, but you can get some good deals on a big-ass TV. So couldn't find a 70 or 75-inch. Plus, Melanie ended up telling me, she's like, you don't need one that big. And, and eventually I was like, mm, you're probably right. So settled. For, That's growth on you, though, yep, to realize. I settled for a 65-inch Samsung TV. Brought it home, had it on stands. We had an entertainment center. That wasn't good for me. It didn't. I didn't like gotta, it. So this is, what, it. this is what I do. I go buy a mount on Amazon, one of the swivel mounts you can pull you know, out from the wall and turn it and shit. Buy one of those, and I'm like... I don't want any cords hanging down. So I call this guy that I know that uh, worked with one of my buddies. I called him and he comes over, hangs my mount for me, but then he uh, takes my receptacle that's at the bottom of the wall, takes it out, fishes up the wall right beside my mount that he mounted and cuts another hole and puts a receptacle in there. So when I hang my TV, I can just plug it in the wall right behind the TV. Yeah. You don't see any wires hanging out. Which is a clean Which is look. clean. Yeah, yeah. Because you've been to those places where like people have a million wires hanging out of the bottom of their TV. Awful. Looks like shit. Yeah. So now it looks clean. 
Uh, it's definitely what I'll be doing at the next house. That's the but, only thing that I'm like, I wish. Because I'm renting the house. Yeah. Can't fucking just make a big hole in the house. Yeah. See, and here is what the dangerous thing is about our next house. We have a game room upstairs. Like your house that you're building? or the Yes, room? the house that we're building okay. is a game room. Should be for kids. No, dude. It's going to be I, a I, It's got to be. My wife doesn't know it yet. Yeah, but it's got to. But gotta, it's going to be. It's. That's the one you have to go get a 75 for. Yes. And it's got to be mounted on the wall. It's going to go downstairs mm-hmm. in where it belongs in the in the living room. In the game room, we're going to go 75, maybe even 80. Yeah. And when we buy a new couch, the new couch will go downstairs, old couch go game room. Which isn't bad. Nope. It, yeah. And maybe the kids will have a section of that room that they can play in. Yeah. But it'll be daddy's room. It It's almost like... For me, so even though I'm running the house, I'm I'm like mapping out. Like I have a TV that's going to go yeah. in this room. I have a TV that's going to go in the guest room. I have a TV that's going to my room. Like there's going to be four to five TVs in yeah. here. And like people don't understand that. They're like, why do you need a TV? And I'm like, why not? Yeah. And like we're going to have a guest room. And I'm like, has, there has to be a TV in the get. If somebody stays over, I want them to be able to watch TV. If right. they want to come in here, and, and it's got to have like a Roku or yep. like a smart TV. They like got to be able can't... to get their Netflix on. Yeah, like, like throw the Netflix. We run a full ass Airbnb at our house. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. But it's all about like that's the day and age now. Like, yeah, people are like, well, why do you need a TV in that room? Why? Like, if you want to go, if you come over and you're staying the night or something, and you go to bed, like, turn on the TV, dude. If I take, if I go stay, if I'm staying the night like in a hotel or something, now I take my Roku. Oh really? Like, I don't know about you. Any hotel I've ever stayed in, their channels yes. usually blow dick. Like, and, and, and it sucks. you can't log into the yeah, apps. You I, see, I haven't yeah. done that yet. Is it easy to set up like a Roku on internet? Yeah. Like in the, okay. Yeah. Easy, it, it has been for me. And I just plug my Roku in in the back of the TV and I just, I either log into my YouTube TV and watch my own cable. Yeah. Or Netflix or whatever I've got. Well, that reminds me because the Prime Day's here and while we're sitting here talking about TVs. Oh, shit. Dude, Prime Roku's Day. right now are What like are the, some bucks. of the bigger deals on Prime Day? Uh, they haven't really released them yet, but I know the Roku's right now are like twenty bucks. Which when does Prime Day start? Eleventh or twelfth next uh, next month. Oh, nice! I'm do a uh, I'm do a gift card from my uh, boss. Yeah, from work because uh, I had a great month, so uh, I'll definitely be expecting to get that before Prime Day, and then I'm gonna buy a bunch of shit I don't need. Yeah, that's the plan. Well, it's. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's like deals that come up. You're just like, I can't help it. Yeah. My wife might be mad at what I decided to do with that game room. I might tell her like, hey, you can have this whole house. You can decorate the whole house however you want. Just give me that one space to be mine. But she's still going to throw shit up there. Yeah, probably. But it'll be my office. Like, okay, I'll have my office. desk in there. Is that where, you'll, is that where you're going to play video games? Yeah. Where I plan to play video because I can't. So plan. How how the <laughs> your ass is grass. So, so, another one bites the dust. First it was Cuddy, Rip. Now so, it's gonna be you, Rip. So how our new house is gonna be laid out? So it'll be a three bedroom, two and a half bathroom house with a game room and a like study slash office downstairs. Yeah. I can't. Starting out, I can't have my office in that downstairs room because the baby's going to be there. Melanie's going to be downstairs. Like, there's going to be too much going on. I can't be on a call and the baby's crying or Melanie's, like, in the kitchen doing something. Like, 
I got to have some quiet when I'm on call. So my office is going to be in that game room upstairs. So it kind of gives me like quiet. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not going to be downstairs. But see, if that's going to be my office, why not just make it my whole space? You that's know, what I'm saying. Make though. it a, like a premier office. Yeah. Like a, a man cave up there. Right. You know, like I feel like that should be my room. It's got to be the, but I'm saying like that's not how women look at it. No, 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 no. My wife and that's kind of like a question that I have this plan yet. That's kind of like a question, I guess, for women. Like, is there besides like you know guys that actually build their own man cave? Like, I wonder if women think they're like okay, like this is my husband's space. I want like he can have that space. You know what I'm saying? My. Melanie actually is really good about that. She likes me being able to have my own like space where I can go like play video games or I can kind of, you know, like we can have separate time. She actually uh, is really cool about that, which is great. Now, whether or not she's going to give me that whole room <laughs> is another story. <laughs> I haven't quite run it by her yet. I am, you know, assuming, but I feel like I should be able to have that room, you know. And like I said, the kids can have, you know, some toys in there, but it's going to be the man cave. You know? Right, right. You know it's, it's your space, though. Yeah. Might get a mini fridge up there. You know, who knows? See, I want to do that here. And I don't need to have a mini fridge, but, like, why not? Like, I look at, I get some of those TikToks where guys make a man cave and they have, like, a, now theirs is, like, an entire basement. Now, I can't, you know, obviously do that. But, like, they have, like, a mini bar and shit up there and they have, like, uh, memorabilia on the wall and shit like that's what I need I just gotta convince the wife that I need it bro I just think you full on go with like the sports look like oh yeah you know what I'm saying like if yeah. you're gonna make it yours like just go ahead and like commit to it yeah that's what I got and it, it's almost like it's like I love you Mel but like it's almost like just do it and ask for forgiveness later you know what I'm saying yeah you know what I'm saying like oh like bring it up and like when she's like decorating the house just be like you start moving your stuff up there. She's like, what are you doing? I thought, There's no oh. way. I couldn't. I, there, yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> no. Because then what it would piss me off is once I move all my stuff up there and then it's a problem and then I have to get it, I have to move it somewhere else. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> hey, there's nothing worse than moving something somewhere. <laughs> you got to move like, it again. The, uh, like my mom and like everybody that came down here and like decorated, like... When I told y'all like a couple weeks ago that I gave her my credit card and like said go, I did. And I'm like, guys, I don't care what this house looks like. If it was me, I'd have a recliner, a 95-inch television, my PlayStation 5 or PlayStation 4, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care. Like, make it how you want it. Mm -hmm. And like, women don't understand that. They're like, oh, you need it. Like, this is – no. Go. Like, seriously, just yeah. go. Do not leave it up to me. Yeah. like If it's up to me, like, I'm making this bitch a damn video game room. Well, if, if you leave it up to me, there's going to be no decor on the walls, and there's going to be the biggest TV Which you've ever seen. you see, there's no decor no, on the walls. No, 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 that's it. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's just the differences in men and women. Now, some men, like, Harrison's actually pretty good at, like, state, like, putting up a house. Like, he's the only reason our apartment had anything on the walls. See... I went through a stage of like mm. decor where it was like you see like where like the bar is right there. You yeah. see like those. I literally had like you the tried. vintage like Millage mm-hmm. uh, uh, Miller Light like vintage. 
like the Miller Lights, the Budweiser, mm-hmm. like the the old signs. I went through a stage, and dude, I would love for that to be all over the walls, but I just know that like it's I get very shot like, down. I get very I get college dorm. That's what I'm saying. Looking. Like, yeah, it's almost like you move to a place, you really find out what you got and what you don't have. Yeah, like immediately. But I want to change up. This is a switch up pretty quickly. Uh, so football over the weekend. I want your take on this because obviously you played a lot higher level of football than I did. Um, so Tua a week ago gets hit, and when he gets up at when he stands up, he's you can tell he's out of it. Like he's stumbling; it's hard for him to walk. Goes to the sideline. They take him back to the locker room, check him out. They end up putting him back in the game. Clearly, he's concussed, but they put him back in the game. A week later, not even a week later, he played like Thursday night football. Yeah. He's starting. So, this happened on a Sunday. He's playing again on Thursday. Gets tackled, and it's not a very hard tackle, but he hits his head on the turf. And his you can his fingers go all cr- like you can tell he is yeah, like it's, there's a serious problem going on has to be carted off the field taken to the hospital. Have like what are your one what are your thoughts on that situation? As like Tua's perspective as a, as the player, and then is like the coach's perspective. How much like how much of the blame is on Tua? How much is it on the head coach? And how much of it is on like the the training staff? And then, have you ever been somewhere where you're like, "Damn, I should like, I should probably not be playing right now." But yeah. fuck it, I'm like, I'm. So the way they do it now um, with concussion protocols is, to be honest with you, like you report it, you have like a, a week, and then you try this concussion test that you have to pass, whatever. You but in the meantime, like you have to work like, it's a lot of re- reaction time drills. So my my take on the Tua thing. Obviously, he gets hit. He's stumbling around. You can play after a concussion and act like everything's okay, but you know, like, deep down, something's not okay. I don't much so have a problem. I think – I'll say this. The first game, I don't know who they were playing. Who were they playing the first game? I don't – I'm not sure. His first game, I would say that that is about 70-30 him to the training staff. Because I'll say this. Like him being honest with the training staff? No, I or think the he training, lied to the training staff. He lied to the training staff yeah. about how he Because really the way that the, the concussion protocol is now, um, I was like looking it up the other day. It's almost to where In the like, NFL. Yeah, it's almost to where like if you get hit and you report those symptoms, you have to go through like a multitude of tests. That, and more than likely, they're going to keep you out the rest of the game. So it tells me that Tua went in there and he was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, here's Which is, is nice yeah. because – you want to win the football game, but like it's almost like, what are you willing to risk to win a fucking football well, game? Here's the problem, and I've I've heard a lot of people like on all the sports talk shows and and stuff like that talk about it. Is the training staff is supposed to save you from yourself? Like you're a football player, that's your job. Of course, you want to be. You're going to do everything you can to be on the field. Like, but when he gets up after that first hit, he falls back down. Like he, you can visibly see. He is off. Like he's stumbling. He falls back down. It like he's visibly something's going on. And I think they came out and said it was a back injury. He never once like grabs his back. Like it's like I think that might have been there a little bit trying to cover it up. Yeah. But 
the training staff, like, I think everybody on TV can see something's not wrong and, and or like, something's wrong. And, like, yeah, I, I get it. I, here's my thing. The athletic training staff is put there for a reason to save, like you said, yeah. save him from himself. I think he lied about the symptoms and being in, like, that big of a game, the Dolphins were, what, 3-0, and 2-0, something like that. Like, I personally think – I know I've been hit that hard. I've had concussions where I haven't reported it. And um, we'll get to that in a minute. But, like, Dolphins – like, I think he really lied. Okay, so they have – But are there tests that they can do that – like, I'm not asking you, hey, how, does, how do you feel? Like, there's tests that they can perform on Tua to show whether or not – Okay, he's got a concussion. It's or more he has so asking questions: Is he okay in light, like bright lights? Like, how is he? Uh, it's more so like balancing. It's almost like the what the DUI test that you see yeah. people walk. Like that's really what it is to like test. But you can't cheat it. You can't cheat those tests. You're, you know, it's just like the DUI test. Like if you're drunk, you can't lie yourself out of that. Well, no, I wouldn't say like being drunk and having concussions almost two different things. Though. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's but. If you have head trauma, like there's certain things that I don't know, and maybe I just don't know what the tests or protocols so are. The, that's what I'm saying. That the like the concussion test. So my thing, this is the thing I have a problem with. I don't have a problem with him going. Like, yeah, it's dangerous, but that's on him, right? You're a grown ass man. You're playing in the NFL. If you choose to lie to the team doctors that you don't have a concussion, that's on you. And I get it. Like, yeah, the training staff's here to save them. Here's the problem that I have. As a training staff, Monday to th- or Sunday to Thursday, that a Thursday night game, you have three days to make sure everything's okay. Now would be the time to test. I'm testing. I'm testing. I'm testing. First of all, the NFLPA launched an investiga- investigation right after the Sunday game. So really, your ass is grass anyways. So I think it almost could be like a player and tr- training staff. But here's the thing. Like – I think once they put him back in the game, in that first game, they were fucked. Because if you come out Monday or Tuesday and say, hey, two is in the concussion protocol, they're going to be like, well, why the hell did you put him back in the game on Sunday? So they, they were kind of screwed either way, but it's like – and they are coming out. Did you see that the, the, you know, the third-party neurologist that they had test him? They fired him because they didn't test him correctly or they – That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm thinking that Tua told him some other symptoms, and then that neurologist tested him for those symptoms. Well, apparently Tua's being interviewed today. Oh, about, I don't now this interview. I didn't really read. I don't know if it's an interview about his concussion, like if it's with the like training staff, or I don't know if it's like a interview about what happened. Like I, I wouldn't think the inter, the media would go to him to interview him about what happened. Like he's not. Nah, I it's would, probably with the. But he's also the, been trained for a couple of days to say what he needs to say. Um, but when you see what happens when he gets hit the second time, that's fucking scary. Like where his fingers are doing things like you don't even recognize and yeah. he's visibly like out cold. Like that is – that's scary to see. And that's where it's like the Dolphins I, are, are – I think that as we shift from that Sunday to a maybe not being full transparent <clears throat> on his symptoms – I think that that's where that, um, you know, just being a, like that's a hundred percent on the training staff and the head coach. So you do put some on Mike McDaniel, the yeah. head coach. As the coach, you have to know 
way but, to protect your player. And I'm only playing devil's advocate here. I'm I'm not like taking a side, but just looking at all the possibilities. As the head coach, is your job just not like if the training staff says, "Hey, he's clear." Is it the head coach's job to make it's, that decision? It's not what I'm saying is, but I will say this as and I've been I, I would coach for a year and a half. As a head coach, it doesn't matter if it's your call or not, you're going to take the blame for it. Or it's sure. going to it's going to fall on you. Like as as you are a head coach, and it doesn't matter if you're the head coach to a damn little league team. Mm-hmm. If something happens, you being the head coach, you've assumed responsibility whether you like it or not. Sure. So McDaniel, he was toast. He's toast. Now, I think Thursday he's got to put his foot down. He's got to be like, hey, like let's – this is too much. Let's not – and, I mean, they have a competent backup. Like, Bridgewater can, can sling it. I mean, he's not great. But I think that that's where that uh, – it really did turn to the training staff head coach on that Thursday. And it is scary to see because, I mean, when you get hit like that and your helmet – bounces off the turf or grass like that and you're out like your body tenses up um it's scary i think that if if i'm him and they launched that investigation and it really was and i'm I'm just saying here this is what i think if they do find out that it's the dolphins i think that there he he needs to not probably strap up for them again it's kind of like the trent williams deal uh with washington where they where he almost – Yeah. Where they just didn't diagnose him correctly. Right. And they said he was – And that's fine. what I'm saying. That it kind yeah. of falls under that. Yeah. Where, like, they knew he had a concussion. He wasn't trying to get out of it, but they told him it wasn't so yeah. that he could go back in there and play. And, it, and it's almost like, uh, you know, it, it, is, it really does, like, affect – like, I know I've been hit hard, and I know that we joke about it a lot, but I had a conversation with a buddy a while back, and – I played a position where I got hit in the helmet every play. Yeah. And so, like, we talk about, like, the CTE. Like, there's sometimes, like, I don't know if you guys noticed on the podcast, but, like, if I think about the words that I'm trying to say or, like, read, I slur. Yeah. I can't. Like, when I'm looking at something and I'm trying to read it, like, trying to pronounce it, I'll slur. There's some things that I can't say. There's – I forget a lot of things. Um, it's not really, like, mood changes. It's just, like – it's more so like I'll forget to do this, or like I really can't talk. Like sometimes I just can't talk. Like it's yeah. Um, but there have been times where I got hit and I didn't report it. There got I got hit so hard one time that my helmet was crooked on my head. <laughs> the chin strap cut my lip open or my chin open, and then we had a spring practice one time. I got hit so hard that it knocked. I thought my ears were bleeding. I got so hard in the helmet that it knocked sweat out of my ears from inside. Like, I was, like, profusely sweating out of my ear. It was it was scary. Jesus. I was, like, didn't report it. Just got to the sideline and said, I need a minute. And I'm over there, like, seeing stars. I, I got one concussion in high school uh, my senior year during, like, Oklahoma drill. And I was out cold. Like, like out, out cold? Like, out, like – Broke down to make a tackle. I guess the whoever I hit as we hit each other, I, I don't know if I hit perfectly the side of my helmet. I don't know. But the only thing I remember is going in for the tackle. And then the next thing I know, I'm hearing, wake up, Hayden. Wake up, Hayden. And I'm like opening my eyes and I see the trainer looking over me. And I'm just laying on the ground. And I'm like, 
the hell's going on? And I remember getting home that night, and I had the worst headache I'd ever had. Like, yeah, just wanted to sit in the dark, didn't want to even pick up my phone, didn't want to, like, watch TV, listen, n- nothing. Like, I wanted as dark and as quiet as I could get it. And I had a horrible headache for probably two days. But that's the only, you know, I, that's the only time I've ever, like, like, I think if you play football, you're going to get your, you know, you're going to get hit where your, your eyes kind of go blurry for yeah. a second. But that, I mean, And it's crazy, like, and I'll say this, like, just out and about, like, if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't play football. Really? Yeah. At all? No, nah, the body, the toll that it's taken on my body, dude, like, fuck that. Yeah. You wouldn't play at all? Like, you would give up all the memories, all the, like. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't go through that shit again. Wow. I'd pick it. I'd probably stick with baseball or like go down another route. Do you think most people that play football feel that way? I think for me, I think I love. I loved. Okay, so let me just say this. I love football. I don't. I'm not in love with football mm-hmm. just because I was around it. I admit, I love like the locker room, the memories, but like it's it's almost like wait, what are you weighing at? Like your body hurting for the remainder of your life, or you know, memories. Yeah. It's almost like... Let me ask you, if, if you would have had the opportunity to play at the next level after college, like, even if it was going to be... Like, again, it was a minute opportunity, but you had some kind of shot, would you have done it? Or would you think you'd have been like, okay, I've my chances are low of, like, this going anywhere, but I'm going to give it a shot? I think maybe, hindsight, I think, dude, honestly, if I had to do it all over again, I would just be a regular student. Wow. Like maybe like maybe a frat, like just to be like not not because I'm like oh my god I would love to be yeah. like alpha theta chi for life yeah. you know what I'm saying like I would love to be like maybe have like that that a brotherhood like because like football is almost like a fraternity itself like but you just don't you can't do all the extra shit because right. you don't have time but I'm I'm not saying that it's a time thing I'm just saying like. I there are things that I wake up sometimes and I'm like okay if I didn't play football I wouldn't have to deal with that like yeah and it's almost like sometimes like when I do like like when I'm talking or something like and people are like whoa make them like it's almost like yeah well I mean if I didn't get hit <laughs> like that it's a that's a hot take I I would I never knew you felt I didn't like that. hate it but no, it's almost no, no, no. like you went like. Yeah, it's almost, weighing if you're looking at pros and cons. High sign twenty. I just think the the uh, like if I didn't play the pros would have definitely outweigh the cons. Well, you got because free education I mean, out of it. I did, but we didn't win like I wanted to. Like I was on shitty teams. Like, yeah, it was like you were just like you weren't playing for anything more than just a free playing. education. Yeah, really. Yeah, I I didn't want to go to the next level. Like, body was, like, dude, I remember my senior year, I was basically held together like popsicle sticks and glue. Like, I, I had, I skipped Wednesdays. I had Wednesday bad days, which was the only day of hitting, and people got pissed off because I was, like, just chilling. But, like, I wonder dude, if Caleb feels that way. Because Caleb, you know, played offensive line at Western Carolina. I think Caleb, I think Caleb is more so, like, he would never admit that other than, than to himself. Maybe. Because Caleb is, like, he's... Caleb, like, I think Caleb is in love with football. Right. Um, and that's not a bad thing. But I it may take he, him time to realize that. Yeah. Like, but I, I do, like, Caleb has, like, I think his shoulders are, like, fucked. His knees are bad. Like, Dude, his legs right, are bad. So from football, I've had two knee surgeries, two shoulders. 
fingers, even my fucking, and this would be a, another conversation for the pod, but I had a ball surgery because I played center. Like, <laughs> my left testicle is the size of an apple. Like, <laughs> the size of a fucking beach ball. Yeah. Like, it, it's things that, like, I've sacrificed that I just wouldn't want to sacrifice if I was playing. Yeah. And as you get older, I can't imagine those things start feeling better. Like, no, as like, you get older. It's especially like colder weather. Like, I know they say, like, yeah. it's, but there's some times where I feel like my shoulder is going to fall off. Like, yeah. Like, I know Caleb had a bad, like, ankle foot issue for a little while. I know he's had, like, some shoulder issues. Yeah, um, yeah dude. Like, and it's more y'all's position. Like, offensive line is the only position on the field that gets contact every single play. Right. Like, now, granted, it's not, like, a lot of full speed. Like, you're not clashing running full speed ahead. Like, it's very, like, all like you're kind of – you're in close quarters. It's close quarter contact. But yeah. there are times where, like, like your knees and your ankles and your, like, feet are getting constantly stepped on or rolled, rolled up on. Or, yeah, like, like it's, it's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I, that would be – Yeah. Yeah, that would be rough. It's it's inevitable because, like, that's the price you pay. Like, I mean, yeah, I got a free education. I got a free master's out of it. Like, yeah, yeah like, double educated. Woohoo! Yeah, like, whatever. But, I mean, I look at it now, like, was it really worth it? Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe wow. I think Caleb will come come to that consensus like once he starts feeling the way that I do. Yeah. And if he well, decides to remove himself from football, say like And he, that might be the thing, you know, Caleb's still coaching. So right, I wonder if, you know, Caleb's never been separated from football for like an extended period of time. So I wonder if he like if he left football for like a year, how he would feel at the end of that year like yeah. About and, football. And don't get me wrong, like, the, I remember the first weekend I watched college football as, like, a fan. After I got done playing and coaching, I was happy. Like, dude, it was great. Yeah. I think it makes it more – I think it makes it better because Campbell's shit. Like, it'd yeah. be different if, like, Campbell's out there winning national championships. Yeah. Everybody I know is getting rings. Like, it makes it easier to yeah. to not, like, be like – Oh, yeah, I, I hate this shit. Like, yeah, hindsight, think about it, though. Coaching is a lot of money, like, once you get up to the top. Yeah, but you got to think about – The shit you go through it, though, too. But you got to think about this. How many – you think about all the coaching positions across college football. Right. Like, coordinators, assistants, head coaches. One, it's a very minute population of people. Mm-hmm. And two, how many of those people are making that great money? Like right. you have to be at a, like a almost you have to be at a power five program, and have to have some like documented success to be making the money that some of these guys. Otherwise, it's it's good money, but it's not like life changing money. No, it's it, and that's what I'm saying though. Like the sacrifice with it. Like I was a coach, but I was like I'm not, and like the thing I'm not like gonna put down for this sacrifice. Like, and the thing about it was is. You got to think about like when you take a job like that, it affects like you got, first of all, you got to find a rocking ass wife. Yeah. And I know women are like, you know, some women are like going to be like that traveling bullshit with kids. No, nah, I can't do it. Which is like, yeah, of course like you got to find yeah. the right one. But I didn't want to do that to like my future family. I yeah. didn't want to be all over the place. I didn't want to like one year I'm like, oh my God, I'm down here in Texas. The next year I'm in like Washington. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's um like... And that's what I'm saying. Living out of a suitcase. Like, 
like if, if you were an offensive coordinator at like fucking okay, let's say Western Carolina, you're an offensive coordinator or App State, and you're making 120 grand a year. That's that is great money. However, you can make 120 grand a year doing a multitude of other things that don't involve the time constraint that football does. Now, if you're like the head coach making one, two, three million dollars a year, there's not many jobs you can find that outside of that profession that you can make that kind of money year over year. It's it's almost like, is it worth it? Is a college degree worth it? I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and say no, obviously. Depends on what you're doing. Right, but I'd say majority no. Right, yeah. If you want to make good money, it's out there. You don't need an education. No. No. Now, that's the thing that, that confuses the shit out of me with people is they'll be the first ones to be like, ho- like homeless people are like the jobs that people are like unemployed. Like, bro, there's jobs out there. And the especially the money now, like I get it, yeah, inflation, but like work, your, work, like, work a job and then work yourself up in it. Dude, I, so I don't have a degree. I, you know, went to college for two years and, and I never graduated with any Shout kind of degree. Shout out to the... Connecticut School of Broadcasting. <laughs> What's um, our mascot? I don't have one. Go speakers. Um, so, I did not get a degree. Um, and it was tough for a little while. Like, I felt like like a piece of shit That's for a little while. That's what I'm saying. When you... But think about it. What year was that? 14, 15? 16, maybe? I graduated high school in 14. So, it was 16 through 18. So at that time though, everybody's like, everybody needs to go get a college degree, right? Yeah. But I was living that like, oh, I'm gonna go get a college degree. I'm coming out, and I'm not saying like I found a good job, and I've also like hopefully we'll be able to announce some things here shortly yeah. that I'll be able to tell you guys. But yeah, um, it's like those jobs though, like they're not hindsight 2020. If you don't have a, you're gonna about make or break the same, but. That's how what that's like what society teaches us now because now it's like you really don't need no no no, no. like if now there are certain professions you need to go to college for like doctors nurses oh, yeah. like things like that <laughs> like it's it's you need it but like some of these jobs dude like you're paying triple for the degree what you're going to be making you know in a yearly yeah. salary at this job like I got into sales and. I encourage anybody, and, and, and sales just fits me. Like, I truly fell into what I'm supposed to do. Like, it just, I, it just fell into place, and because I can talk to people and have the personality to do sales. Not a lot of people do, but if you have like a personality where you can talk to people and like talking to, you know, people doesn't make you nervous or, or you're comfortable just being yourself, and and you know, sales is an awesome occupation to get into that you don't need a degree to get into. You just need somewhere to get in the door. You're going to be making like kind of crap money at the very beginning, but you're going to have the potential to make more because you make commission in sales and it's just getting the freaking experience. Once you have a couple years of experience and can show that you can do it, dude, you can write your fucking ticket. Yeah. Like I'm not like absolutely like, like I, I make a good living for me and my family and I don't have a degree. Like I just worked for it. Like I just worked my ass off. Yeah. Opportunities like came to me that like some of it's divine intervention. Like um, the right opportunities came along at the right time and I was just at the right place at the right time. But like I don't have a college degree. 
my wife was able, when we found out she was pregnant, she was able to leave her full-time job, do some things part-time, and we it didn't hurt. Like, we, our lifestyle didn't change. And a lot of people think the only way to get that is going to college and going into all this debt and spending all this money. And then, like, just because, and, and that's the problem, I think, with this generation is, or this new generation of kids coming to college or coming out of high school, they think because you have a college degree, I'm like I should be making eighty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars a year, like starting out. Mm-hmm. That's not how shit work. Like you, you have to start at the bottom, like making twenty five, thirty, thirty five thousand dollars a year, and work your way up to that hundred, hundred ten, hundred twenty, hundred thirty thousand dollars a year job. Like it's that's just people just want it right now. Like they don't want to sit in and get the experience and deal with the shit. Yeah. Then it pays off later. Yeah. That was a really uh, long soliloquy for yeah. what we were talking about. Well, enough about us. <laughs> Sorry yeah, if you got... fucking hate. Yeah. Well, I think we should get to our menu talk. And, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, and I'm... It kind of ties into the poll you put up. Yeah, which we'll address which, that after yours. Okay, so menu talk is your top three cookies. This can be any kind of cookie across the board, but top three. Am I going first or... Yeah, you're going first. I'm going first with the soft segment. So, I definitely went like more on the store-bought cookie side. Okay. Uh, So, my honorable mention is Samoa's, the Girl Scout cookies. Okay. You know, the coconut with the chocolate. Mm -hmm. I think it's just right. I I used to hate coconut, but I love it now. I love the flavor. Number three, and this one is really going to probably raise an eyebrow, vanilla wafers. And here's what I'm saying. Childhood, yes. No, now. (laughs) You give me a box of vanilla wafers and a glass of milk, I can crush that whole box. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Number two, Oreos. Just standard Oreos. Yeah, Oreos. Just plain. I don't want all the bullshit. Just regular Oreos. Number one, the chewy Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookies. The soft ones. That's your number one? That's my number that, one. That's a solid list. Now, I like how you went store-bought. Like, yes, I didn't go store-bought. I didn't go... Like, I'm probably going to drift away from that. That's fine. But I like... up. I don't really... I'm not a big coconut fan, so I don't really okay. can't do it with the Samoas. And sure. maybe... And like... I don't know. Taste buds, maybe. Like, you know. Tagalongs are up there, too. The chocolate peanut butters. Uh, so Put I them like in the it. fridge a little bit. You don't like peanut butter. You communist yeah. fuck. Well, I was going to say, so the poll I put up, I think crumble cookies are dog shit. And I'm just going to go ahead. Wait, like <laughs> all of them? Yeah. Have I think you had them? Yeah, I think they're terrible. Why? They're just not good. What? Which ones did you have? Um, I mean, I've had one or two that are pretty good. I think like the cinnamon cookie or cinnamon something. What, what's your deal with crumble cookie? Why? I just think they're overhyped. Like they're, I'm like, if I'm going to get a cookie, here's the thing though. I've always been like that. I am not like that, uh, that chain guy. Like the chain restaurants, the chain shit like that. I just think that there could be better cookies made. Like I would take a regular chocolate chip cookie baked in an oven at the house over a crumble cookie. I might too. I might agree with that, but they're not trash. I just don't think they're still good. I just don't think they live up to the hype. That's just my opinion. And I've already checked the poll, dude. You're getting some slander? Yeah, people are not. People people are not coming with me like that. Crumble cookie is delicious. I I love crumble. Now, it's a little expensive. Like, for a cookie, okay, you're kind of just paying for the presentation of it. But I think their cookies are fantastic. 
Um, Your wife commented, he looks hot in this pic. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Shout out my wife. Uh, I love crumble cookie. It's all right. I'm sure I'll get some slander. You should uh, get slander for that. Okay, so mine is... Uh, uh, <laughs> so my honorable mention. What are those cookies that you go into like the uh, grocery stores and they have like the icing and frosting or they have like the icing on them and they have the sprinkles on them and it's like a 12 pack, you know, and some of the soft ones with the like clear, it's like a clear yeah, pack. Clear, yeah. Yeah. Like the, a sugar cookie. It's like almost the, like with like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know. They're, I, it feels like I'm eating dough when I'm eating. I mean, they're good, but see, I'm not a huge <laughs> icing fan. Like I don't, I'm not, a big, okay. I don't like icing that much. So, so that's my honorable mention. Three, um, it's, I'm going to have to go snickerdoodle. Just a plain, just mm, a snickerdoodle. I love a good snickerdoodle cookie. Um, two, I'm going to have to go with oatmeal cream pie, like the cookies that you make. Mm-hmm. Uh, little tip there, if they're in the, if you put them in the fridge, they're even better. Really? Yep, cold, they're even better. Really? Yep, love I've them I've never cold. done it. Love them cold. Dude, that might be a They're move. lovely. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, and my number one, um, <laughs> it's going to catch a lot of heat. Don't make me mad. I love a good oatmeal cookie. Wait, you mean just like, <laughs> like, like an oatmeal raisin? Yeah, like you well. son of a bitch! <laughs> I swear, dude, that's like just been my favorite from the jump. People are gonna be like, "Oh my god, oatmeal. that's your number one cookie." Yeah, I love oatmeal raisin cookie. Like at the house, homemade oatmeal oatmeal raisin cookies. I love those, and I don't even fuck with raisins like that. Well, guys, this will be the last episode of the podcast because I have to unfriend this fellow. <laughs> oatmeal raisin. That's like saying raisin brands your top cereal. It's not, but I just love an oatmeal. Raisin Are cookie. you 90 years old, dude? <laughs> no, dude. I just love them, dude. I don't know what it is because I, I fucking hate raisins, and, but I love oatmeal raisin You're cookie. such a but piece nothing of shit. hotter, or nothing hotter, nothing greater than a hot oatmeal raisin cookie. God. Dude, you, that sucks so... That's such a shitty number one. I love them, dude. I'm serious. I'll tell you one that's, that's really fucking good. The white macadamians... Like the, Subway? I was going to throw the... But it's the raspberry white chocolate. No, 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 no. Yeah. Just the white chocolate uh, macadamia nut is mm. lovely. When they're warm, God. Subway, if they don't do anything right, they do cookies right. Yeah. Subway their cookie, I, I will cookies. say this. Their cookies are absolute They're like, soft. Gas. Yeah, they're fire. Subs, eh. But, yeah, cookies are always fire. Mm. What's your soft segment, dude? Dude, my soft segment is something that I've been, that we've all, well, I would say that me and you have encountered the past couple weeks. Um, It's, the soft segment is when you're with, when you're in a group chat with your friends and that group chat suddenly turns into something that you really just don't want to talk in anymore because it's kind of dead. Let's throw an example out there. Um, More so the food choices feel like that we can't agree on anything so there's just no point so you're trying. talking about a group chat that you feel like is coming to an end yeah well uh, how about this i'll retract that example and we me you and a couple other parties had a video game <laughs> group yep 
and that thing was popping for a little bit, man. It was, it was fun. And I get it. Like, guys, okay, before you women are like, all men want to do is play video games, you guys get to go to Target. We like to play video games. Don't come at me. It's not that we're like fucking 12. Like, we just like to have, have fun with our boys and play video games. It's an escape. Yeah, like, that's we get our, an escape that's reality. Our, yeah, that's our like, thing. Y'all get to the shop and go to the... These damn different coffee shops and have pumpkin si- spiced asshole. I don't, hell, pumpkin spiced it's like, asshole. It's it's almost like so. My thing is is when that when you know that group chat is dying, is dead, or like and like for me, I put in our every group chat that you've been a part of. Also, like with me, I put like the red X on the group yep. chat as the logo, so dying. people know. Like, and I put inactive on it. Um. So it's just, I guess that feeling like it's almost a soft moment because we do, like for me and you, for that example, we did everything we could. We couldn't save it. So it's just kind of like that person who let it fail is soft as shit. Yeah. So. So. That's. That's it. Just the. Just the fact that like group chats are dying. And I get it. We're all growing up. But like there's some things that you have to hold on to. Dude, it is. it, It does suck when like. You've been in a group chat for like year, two year, three years, gone strong, and then finally it just just, just dies. Out. And then you get that message like once every like four to five months. You send in like a memory, or like yeah. you're like, "Oh, I miss, hey, I miss you guys. Hope you're doing and well." And then nobody like, responds. Yeah, like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> or people just like the picture. Yeah, like pe- yeah, people just are just thumbs like up thumbs the up the picture, and you're like, "You sons of bitches." Yeah, dude, that is a pretty. That's a good one. I don't have one again. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> Why? I just don't think about it before we get in here, and then I'm like, fuck, what's soft? <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's what should be your soft. It's soft that you don't have one. Yeah, it is soft that I Time can and time again. Yeah. I, I feel like that has to, from now on, we got to hold ourselves accountable. That is our segment. Like, we have to have one each. I got one. I got one right now. It's probably coming from my neck. No, it's not. Okay. This is more geared towards uh, the Panthers, but it can be used in most situations. People that used use the term missed opportunities too much. Mm. We missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Bitch, at the end of the day, you like to miss opportunities if you use that all the time. I don't I, like the phrase. I think it's an excuse. I th- yeah, I think it's just people not being accountable. Like, that's yeah. a missed opportunity. Like, no, I just didn't do this. Or I yeah. didn't do that. Just just be like, I fucked up. Yeah, that's just say, gotta- I sucked. Yeah, that's like, what it was. We weren't I prepared. Up. This it wasn't a missed opportunity. We, you aren't prepared. This is what happened. I'm sorry. There we go. And that's, then that's that's it. Yeah, it's not a bad one. Shout out Matt Rule. You should be fired immediately. I, yeah, it's Tuesday at six twenty. Oh, five k. Oh yeah, guys. If people, if you're still listening, all right. So yeah, if you're listening, you're the the you're boys. The boys signed up for the old armor. 5K Veterans like Veterans Day run. It's November 12th. It's a Saturday. It's in downtown Kannapolis. Your boys have signed up. Um, I've been working out three to four days a week, running a little bit. Hayden has not. I have done nothing. Um, so, so I do got a question, though. Okay. Is it, and I want to ask this. I'm not saying I'm going to. If I pass you on the 5K, do I wait on you? Or do we run it together? I think we have to run it together, dude. We got to stick together as a team. Okay. That, that's However, what I want to ask you. Like, I don't want to leave you. If you decide, if you're running in this 5K and you see us out there, 
I'm just going to go and tell you, we are not training hard for this. <laughs> There's a good possibility I may throw, I might throw up. Do you, are you a thrower upper when you run? It depends. Sometimes if I get like dizzy, I'll puke. You're so, definitely puking. So we should drink the night before. No, that's not a great idea. Um, <laughs> so if you see me struggling, offer a word of encouragement. Okay. There's, I, I'm going to need it. You know, give me a little pick me up. Offer words of encouragement. Hey, it's a win if I don't come in last. Nah, that's true. It's a win. You know what sucks though? Like what happens if like we're like last in our age group? Dude, but see, here's the thing. I, there's got to be people that are going to be running in this that are Avid in runners. way less shape than we are. I think a lot of people will walk it just because it's a veteran's walk. Yeah, maybe. We might have struck gold on this one. If it's a walk... We might have figured yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. If there's no, if they're like, hey guys, this is really a walk for those people that want to be dedicated, yeah. you can run, but it's really just a walk so that we can, you know, I'm going to be like, hey, they, they told us it was a walk. Hey, I'm just going to, you know, walk yeah. this three and a half miles and call it a day. God, saying three and a half miles out loud does not sound Yeah, not going to lie, I was on the treadmill today and I did a mile and You're I like, was like, just fuck. I was like, God, dude, this is two fun. and a half I, more of these. I got. Point four miles in, and I was like, <sighs> and I was like, son of a bitch, like <laughs> this is gonna be rough. Dude. I was like, damn, like I'm pretty. I thought I was working out, like I was good. It, it, no, no, sir. So no. yeah, November twelfth, downtown Canapolis, the Old Armor Brewery is doing a five k. Webby and I are gonna be a part of it. Probably not gonna do very well, but we're gonna be there. So and we welcome anybody who wants to attempt it with us. But yes. we will be drinking beer afterwards. At, oh yeah, absolutely. at Old Armor after we've recovered. That will be our Gatorade. Yeah. After. After you puke, you're going to wash yep. it down with a, a hazy IPA. Yep, that's it. Wash it down with a fucking blonde, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> we'll be good for the evening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, since I'm the dedicated merch guy, hats are first up. We've got confirmation today, so we're just hey. working on that. Hats are the first thing up, so we uh, will roll that out. But I appreciate you guys listening. Like, subscribe. Rate, five stars, comment. Come with me with all slanders on the oatmeal raisin cookie. That's you superior. 100%. And we uh, appreciate... What episode was this? Seven? 18? 18? I, I 17, don't know. 18? <laughs> we lost. Read the description. Yeah, well, it is. But we appreciate you guys listening. <laughs>